My name is Ray Park, you may know me as playing Darth Maul in Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also Solo and Star Wars Story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast, the force is strong with you all. And remember, sit walk. Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you! Hello, everyone, welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And I am Josh. And I'm Ray. <laughs> there you go. We're back. Let's go. And today we're going to talk about someone special, Turgle. Turgle is everything. Josh knows everything about him. And he wants to talk about why he I, changes the way that we look at Star Wars. Josh, I, take it away. I, I like that he's voiced by Invader Zim. That's fun. <laughs> it was the most distracting thing I've ever heard in a game. But uh, yes. For those who don't know Turgle, because I can see the confusion on Ray's face. Frogman. Yep. Um, uh, yes. Turgle looks very similar to Invaders um, Sim as well, which is kind of funny. But he's a character in Jedi Survivor. And it's just funny. Um, he's a he's a very interesting character. But I thought that was fun. There you go. Cool. Well, we have a decent amount to talk about. Skeleton crew maybe pushed back. Um, we've got more details about Outlaws. There are changes coming to Disney Plus in 2024, and we got the actual run times for Episode 1 and 2 for Season 1 of Ahsoka. Um, who's excited for Ahsoka? That's coming up like very, very soon. I'm very interested to see where it's going. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see... Like, I feel like we haven't had something big Star Wars related in a while, so yeah, it would be nice to actually have something. That to tie yeah, this over for a while it's it's definitely gonna lay down the groundwork for the big like the big avengers type um situation th- that's going to be happening in a couple of years which most likely is the dave filoni film uh and th- there's a lot of groundwork that has to be done and there's going to be a lot of confusion for people who haven't watched rebels so we are currently doing a rewatch of Rebels on Patreon. We're doing commentary. I'm wondering how much it's actually going to confuse them, or they're going to do like a a kind of recap thing of what's going on in the galaxy. I bet you, like half of the episode one is going to be dedicated to like a long explanation to where these people are and what they're doing and who they were. Or right, I bet well, you it's going to be like. But after Kanan died and, <laughs> you know, sacrificed himself so that we could escape, I would be like, okay. <laughs> Spoiler to anyone who hasn't seen Rebels. but um... I will forget by the time I get around to watching it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I can promise you that. 12 years later. Well, here's my thing, is that I think they'll do what they ended up doing with Kenobi. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of people who went and watched the show already knew what was the story. But in Obi-Wan Kenobi... I think the first four minutes of the show, it's a re- it's a recap of the entire prequel trilogy. So it shows like all the events with Obi-Wan and Anakin from episode one all the way to episode three. Didn't show anything from the Clone Wars, but because Ahsoka specifically coming from animation, they'll probably do a recap of the Clone Wars movie. Recap in live show. action. That'd be sick. That would be crazy. I would like just watch that first four minutes over and over again just to see that. But most likely it's going to be a recap of the of Ahsoka's journey from the Clone Wars movie all the way to Star Wars Rebels and then all the way to the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett. 
Um, but yeah. Uh, so the first two episodes is going to be over an hour together, uh, which is pretty crazy. Um, so it's each episode is going to be, uh, like the total runtime is going to be an hour and 36 minutes for like the two episodes combined. So that's about, I'm not good with math, so don't come at me. Bro. About 45 minutes each. Yeah. So. Roughly. It's probably a 45 minute show. Yeah. And there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, because even though it's called Ahsoka, you, you have a lot of returning characters from different shows, and then you have something something big that they have to set up. And there's only eight episodes, so there's a lot to cover. Um, what do we think it's going to happen in, in those first episodes? Like, do we think it's going to be like, ooh, here's Ezra? Or is yeah, it like- I, well, I think it's going to be a giant like dedication to a recap of... We're going to fly to these different planets and see how these characters are doing in the galaxy right now. And well, we know what Zeb is doing, so I don't even know if we're going to get a like a yeah, hello. Like, (laughs) I'm assuming they'll be like, and Zeb is off uh, with the Rebel Alliance. Uh, Like, (laughs) I as a cool pilot guy, that's going to throw me off of seeing Sabine and Hera talking to zeb in live action because when we did see zeb in mandalorian i i flipped out i was like he looks great like i think i told josh i think i was skeptical of his legs at first but then i did a couple of rewatches and i was like oh, okay never mind it, it was just the lighting of it but the because that was my fear was how are they gonna bring this big goofy character <laughs> live action and he looked really good in the mandalorian and so i'm I'm very excited to see him do some uh, Zeb things and 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 Rebels. Uh, and then you've got Trapper coming back. You've got Sabine. You've got Hera. There's one character I want to come back, which would be Callus, um, because we don't see him in Rogue One. Uh, he was a ISB agent, um, and the first and second and third season. And then he turns from the Empire. He goes rogue and he joins the Rebel Alliance. You're not asking the real question. It's what what's Hera's son going to be doing? Oh, yeah. And I know that. <laughs> I know you did not like the... Because of... In the... Okay, so in the Epilogue of Rebels, you actually see his... Um, you, you actually see Jason Sindula and he's got bright green hair and his ears are just whoosh, and he when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I think you're right. I don't... Um, this is something that Josh and I talked about, which was that we never really... Uh, we've seen 
a humanoid and a twilight yeah, we've, have a kid. We've, but... we've only ever seen it from when a human and a twilight have a kid. It's oh, yeah. it's like a twilight based child. I was wondering what the birth rate on it was, and then I said, maybe I'm nerding too much into this. <laughs> Star Wars can be dumb and have happy happy days like that. I don't really need to be like, mm, what is it though? What the birth rate at? Is it ninety six percent? What yeah. are the genetics like? <laughs> I think I'm we're putting just way too much logic into I'm it. I'm wondering if he's force sensitive in enough to where they're like, he's going to be trained by Ahsoka as well. I could see that. And when we eventually get to the movie with um with with Ray of where she's building the new order, he could be a character that comes back like mm-hmm. as, as as a cameo type character. And people assume that he's also popped up as the Lego figure, right? But the Lego figure has like brown hair. Yeah, I mean, I really didn't think they they were gonna give him bright green hair. Like, I I I just didn't think they. It's would. like his mom. It's Star Wars Punnett Square. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no, there's a lot that that needs to happen in the show. So I'm just curious if it's gonna be a fast start or or it's gonna be very slow paced at first, and then it will get to all the good stuff. Because the main thing I'm. Uh, and like I'm excited for, it and I've been very vocal about it. Um, is the world between worlds? I really want to see that in action, uh, because the possibilities are endless. Uh, I think the biggest rumor, which has been out there for a while, is that it's going to be Ahsoka is going to see an alternate timeline of where Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka sees herself going to Mustafar instead of Obi Wan, or she arrives when Anakin kills Obi Wan, or something in the lines of that. Um. So basically it's just it's just going to be alternate timeline and just different things that that she would see. So it would be kind of like a Star Wars what if situation. Uh but Ahsoka's kind of in every scenario. Uh which is what that would sound like sound like or flashbacks. Now I think when Ahsoka I appeared in The Mandalorian, they didn't get her a lot of like we didn't get a lot of explanation as to what her backstory was or where she came from. So if you didn't know who Ahsoka was, she was just a brand new character. So I feel like that's probably how they'll do Rebels characters in Ahsoka is they're just, they're going to assume that you know who these people are and they'll throw in some different like context clues. Like Ahsoka made different comments that allude to her past. So you kind of get an idea of who she was but it's not like spoon feeding the information to you. Right. Cause I wouldn't want them to. Um, I really wouldn't want them to kind of give us a recap throughout the show for like the people that do know it. Um, I really would. I mean, I wouldn't mind some nods here and there of the actual show of rebels. That's fine. And some of the backstories, but I don't want it to be the entire thing of ahsoka of being like well this happened and this happened and this happened it's like well we know that focus on the plot that's actually happening like i don't want to recap for a show that i already know about i want new content um i don't know why josh just gave me that look so now i'm I'm curious i am completely fine i i, I genuinely think that what they're gonna do is like ahsoka's gonna be like oh sabine how are you what have you been doing on lothal and then she'll be like Yes, remember this painting of all of us when we used to hang out? Yes, all of us, you see? And Ezra, and Ezra has been missing for a long time. And I made him a promise that I would see him again. 
and it's like I everything in the trailer has popped up where they it looks like they're gonna explain like everything. <laughs> like yeah. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, "Yep, okay, <laughs> yep." <laughs> Yeah, no, there's just a lot of, and I feel like Ahsoka is one of those characters that every like everyone has to be on board for, because unfortunately, like with Grogu, we don't we still don't really know as much of his backstory as we could, but he's the super popular character, right? Yeah, like that is the end all be all. He is the most like popular character. Then I would say it's going to be Ahsoka, but I feel like no one's really had that good live interaction with her yet. And I, I don't know, like, do you feel like she's changed as a person to where she's not as likable to the average guest or like, sorry, the average audience member? Cause everything that we've seen on screen, is just like, she barely talks in comparison to like her younger days of, of, of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, like she's very stern now and very like, you're like, PTSD. I know that she's. She said that she's like, "What's it like living after and you know dealing with the PTSD of, um, like Order sixty six? And I was like, "Okay." I don't see her making jokes as much as she used to. I don't see her like you know well, popping off. You ever think that she's probably like in her, probably like in her forties or fifties, and she did experience a lot of trauma. Like, you have to think about it. She survived Order 66. She also technically did die, but then Ezra pulled her out of time, and she was about to get killed by Darth Vader, which that's still something to kind of wrap your head around. I can't believe that's a thing. But so she has been through a lot. Um, She has seen a lot of her friends go, and also she was on trial for something that she didn't even do. And... She believed in something and they turned the the Jedi turned their back on her. That's a huge like thing of of betrayal. So you have to think on top of that, you know, just Order 66, the whole thing with the Jedi Order um, turning their backs on her and then her getting pulled into this different dimension is just like is crazy. So that definitely changes a person. I mean, I think it would. It might just be me, but I think that would definitely change the way that she used to be. And even at the end of the Clone Wars, she was very serious too. Um, be because I think that's just a part of you know growing up is like you get more serious in different situations. My point is just that is that entertaining enough? Okay, is that is that like? The people who I feel like the people who really like Ahsoka have liked her because we got to see her character development all the way up. And you get to see the character develop and become a better person or better character. You get up to this end bit. Um, Clone Wars ends. Everyone's really sad about it. We get to see her again in Rebels. And I feel like it. she's always been super serious after like Order 66. But like, if you are someone who has watched the shows, you get it. But I don't know if an average audience member who hasn't seen any of the shows is going to be like, I like this stern character with no like super emotion. And is that going to grip me or not? Like, yeah, I, I sw- she'll, she'll do really cool with like lightsaber battles and stuff. But I'm like, is that going to be enough? 
And I know, like, Ahsoka has to do really well, in my opinion, to start, like, this could be a really cool event. Or, like, people would be like, I don't really like Ahsoka. I mean, I don't really get it. That's what I don't want to happen. Okay. Well, Ahsoka is one of the most popular characters of all time right now in the Star Wars universe. So I think people will be captivated no matter what. But again, when she appeared in Mandalorian and Book of Bubba Fett, she was just making a cameo. This whole show is going to be having her as the main character, but their main mission is carrying up, is taken off from the end of season four of Rebels. So it's also going to be season five of Star Wars Rebels, which is going to be great for Rebels fans, but is it going to hold up for like the entire fan base in general? Mm -hmm. Because again, going in, which Ray, you said you really haven't watched Star Wars Rebels all the way through, right? I have not watched a single minute. Ah, okay. So you're probably lost right now. I'm so sorry. Um, well, do you think going into the Ahsoka show without watching Star Wars Rebels, do you think it's going to hook you? Or do you think you'll be like, I'm totally lost right now? I mean, using Mandalorian as a frame of reference, Okay. I think, I think it'll hook people. Okay. Because I think they'll give enough exposition to get you by but not necessarily too much, I guess. I'm, I'm thinking it'll be more of a Easter egg kind of thing, where if you know these characters and where they come from, you'll pick up on more than if you yeah. don't. So I'll probably miss some things on the first few, and then when I watch Rebels and then go back and watch Ahsoka, I'll probably <laughs> pick up on more. So basically, it sounds like you're going to be very, very busy these next couple of months. <laughs> when am I ever not busy, Colin? I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, that's coming up on August 23rd in two weeks. Very, very exciting stuff. Hello. Hello. Uh, now, let's talk about Outlaws. I'm excited. Josh is excited. Uh, Ray's yeah, kind of excited the, because the... she's not really a gamer. But <laughs> They're um, showing off the 3D details of the character right they showed up the models yes but also we actually got some backstory for k vess including where she's from uh gambling planet number 69 canto bite <laughs> k I... yeah so so k vess is a thief from canto uh from canto bites worker district who dreams about earning a big score and exploring the galaxy with her loyal partner, the mischievous. I, I can't pronounce that. Mischievous. mischievous. Thank you. Sorry. Um, and then here comes the next fun species that I'm not going to be able to pronounce for the life of me. It's called a Merkwal. It's spelled M E R Q A A L. Merkwal. I guess. Yeah. That sounds right. So. And um, and the name of the creature is Nyx, which we already knew. But um, but yeah. So, so like a cat and mm -hmm. an axolotl <laughs> together. Uh, and it and we also got some great images of her hair and a 
apparently like a like a um hair uh her hairpin is like dice yeah. yeah it's like a it's like a like a you know how have you seen the the dice that's like a stick that you roll yeah like old dice where you carve like each side yeah that's like what her, what her hairpin is because she's from a gambling planet and she gambles and then she has like a tattoo of uh nicks on her arm i was like she likes him he's a, he's a cool little guy so clever <laughs> And uh, something uh, else is for some of the customization pieces and things that she carries is like it shows the different com links. It shows a grappling hook, a and, and yeah, the way she vial. heals her, the way she heals herself is not like a stim; it's a back to vial. Oh yeah, because I I was gonna say because of we've seen different ways of healing yourself in Star Wars games because in in the a Jedi survivor in Fallen Order, you'll have the droid BD-1 who'll come up and he'll shoot like a stem out of his head and then Cal would take it and just kind of plug it in his uh, shoulder and then he, he would heal himself. Um, but And then in the Battlefront games, you could go to like a droid and it would heal yeah, you. Yeah, the healing metal yeah. droid thing. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm excited for that and it looks like you'll be able to Customize your blaster as well, which is very, very cool. Um, yeah, I am very excited for this game because it's open world and it looks like there will be some type of customization for the character, which is great. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for Outlaws. We know it's coming out next year. Um, that's the main thing that we know about it. Other than that, we don't know that much. Very excited to see Ubisoft's take on a Star Wars game. Very, very excited. Yep. Very, very big maps. Uh, I think they said what? S some of the maps are going to be larger than the ones they have in Assassin's Creed. Oh, which, gosh. Which, <laughs> which well, those I think maps it's are already be, pretty big. Well, I feel like it's going to be like, at least you can take, you know, like a speeder through it instead of having to like walk it or ride a horse. <laughs> like it's going to take you like hours. Can I have the space horses from episode nine? <laughs> of just running them along and I've got like that Star Wars uh theme like bone arrow that they have in the movie. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then we have some I mean it's it's fun news, but I mean not I mean not fun news. It's kind of gray area. So for Disney Plus next year, um starting in 2024 Disney Plus is going to be doing what Netflix is currently doing, which is they um, have Netflix down... decided against it. Oh. Due to backlash. Yeah, they, okay. they, they, they switched Well, what do you expect? I mean, I... Well, let's first that... tell them what it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, they are cracking down on password sharing. Uh, starting in 2024, Ray can talk about the Netflix stuff because, Ray, take it away. I'm apparently on the internet more, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so, <laughs> a while ago... <laughs> Damn. All right. Okay. A while ago, Netflix decided, hey, we're going to crack down password sharing. You have to be in the same household in order to use this a certain account. Well, first of all, get in uh, VPN that's probably a good way around that 
two, um, people freaked out and were like, um, no, Netflix, this is stupid. Don't do this. And then Netflix was like, oops, we made that announcement too early. Like, that was a leak. And we're like, nice cover, Netflix. Try again. And then Netflix just sank back quietly into the shadows and never implemented it. I mean, I think it's okay. I think it's still happening, Ray, because the only reason why that I know this is because we were using Netflix the other day and, and it's like her family account. And then we got a message on, on, on the screen saying like, is, is this the main household for, for this account? And it's because of our, because of her entire family uses it. So we are like, oh, okay. So that's why I was confused. So I think it is happening. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. I'm giving it a goog. Hold on. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah, it, it's interesting goog. that they're following them. Um, I think what, what, what they're going to do, it's like, hey, if you, you have like so many accounts that you'll have, right, that are in the same household. Yeah. And if if you have accounts that are outside the household, you'll pay like an extra like two, three dollars and then they can have yeah. it. Like, like my sister who still lives in New Zealand, like she still uses like our Netflix and that's fine. Yeah. I'd rather have it like that. But I bet you they're going to be like, yeah, but this people from over here. And so I'll probably have to pay more money for it. Although the one thing that is confusing about it is it's per device. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But like if you have a bigger house right and like everyone uses like a phone you can log into netflix on your phone but then i also have it on my laptop because when we do like streams on our laptop i mean i also like to be watching uh disney plus when we're doing like a breakdown then i also could have it on my tv over here my tv back here and then my wife's side it's kind of like if you're only having me allowing me to have four devices in my house what are you thinking like that that keeps it as just like four people or like two people like that's the that's the issue with it in my head so here's the quote uh the people over disney said we are we are exploring ways to address account sharing and the best options for paying subscribers to share their accounts with friends and family yep that's later this year we will begin to update our subscriber subscriber agreements with additional terms and our sharing policies and we will roll out tactics to drive um monetization sometime in 2024 we already have the technical compatibility to monitor much of this and i'm not going to give you a specific number except to say it's significant we we certainly have established this as a real priority and we actually think there's an opportunity here to help us grow our business. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that. Okay. But I feel like it's 
it's a financial step towards thinking that our I know that Disney Plus has been losing a lot of people lately. And I think that what they're thinking is like, oh, if one person has an account then and and we can like key log and see like, oh, they're from different places, like we can get more people to join Disney Plus and fill up the people that have left Disney Plus. Yeah. But same thing with Netflix. That's something that can easily backfire on you pretty badly. Yeah. Also, they're going up in price from what I know. It's like from ten ninety nine to like thirteen ninety nine. Okay, so Google results. Uh, Netflix is implementing the password crackdown. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if my sister uses our family Netflix or not. She's out in Denver. Um, I haven't heard anything of her not being able to use it. But I, I imagine a VPN would get you around that issue. Well, the the issue that is coming up is more the fact that it's per household. So it's what it's going to do is it's going to be like, all right, so the they'll ask you like, hey, are you the primary owner, right? And they'll be like, yes. And then it'll be like, okay, so you're using this Wi-Fi router here that has your IP address. It has you at this house. So anyone outside the house, then it becomes more staggered and it will be like, oh, you're not inside this house? Like, I guess, like, are you actually yeah. a part of this account? Like, are, do you know this person? That's when it becomes confusing. Yeah. Like, using a VPN would literally ping you off from, like, a different... Like, even if you were like, I'm still in the U.S., it would still ping you off from, like, California and not the same house. Yeah. There's It'll be interesting to, towards the future of how that's that's going to affect things. I mean, you're probably going to have another Pirates of the Caribbean um, incidents of people just like, I'm not going to do a streaming service, but I'm I'm going to join the Pirates of the Caribbean here and not pay for it. So then you're going to have a whole other instance of that. I see that coming on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't want to be this person, but I am this person, so I'm going to be this person. Okay. Disney owns everything. Why do they need to increase the price? They have money out the wazoo. I don't, uh, I don't know. I can't answer that question because I don't know. The math ain't mathin'. I don't know. I don't know, but... Uh, you the... know what it is? They're oh probably increasing the price of Disney Plus so they can pay their actors <laughs> and not have to lose any money. I would love the strike to end. I think that's the big thing I would like um, be because it is affecting a lot of projects. And that's actually our, that's actually our next topic. Uh, because right here is the, um, is the upcoming uh disney plus and hulu releases and um these are all the upcoming stuff uh that will be uh dropping on (laughs) uh on disney plus and hulu and for the star wars category unfortunately there is no skeleton um, crew where are you please and loki season two is on there but it doesn't have a release date Oh, Very wait, wait. No, actually, never mind. I'm wrong. Hang on. Loki 2, Marvel. Skeleton crew is not listed. Yeah. 
But, but Loki Loki is listed with no date. Okay. Which yeah. doesn't make sense because they've already announced the date. Right. So my guess is this is that the shock drop. They wanted to push it back, but Again. they do and the and but then they don't have a date for Andor. I mean not Andor season two. Sorry, I just got done watching Andor. It's in, it's in my brain. But um they don't have a release date for for Skeleton Crew because they don't want a live action Star Wars show and Marvel happening at the same time because that's just competing 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 against itself. So I think they're trying to find a release date for that. Loki would probably come out before um before skeleton so crew. What is what would be the our next thing after Ahsoka? Because it wouldn't it be skeleton skeleton crew was hypothetical yeah, yeah. on the horizon after Ahsoka. Right. Because of we've got Ahsoka, Skeleton mm. Crew, Andor season two. We have Acolyte, Tales of the Jedi, and Bad Batch season three. Those are the big Star Wars projects that are almost in the and like that are almost done and stuff. But again, there is the strike happening. So that's affecting a lot of, you know, things on the horizon. Sony actually just went through a whole um, schedule flux. Like we were supposed to get Craven sometime this year. And that's like coming out until way next year, like in the fall, like that got pushed way back there's and now the new spider-man the the beyond the spider-verse that doesn't even have a release date anymore so and i'm i'm got a feeling that that's the next thing that's going to happen with disney coming up soon because i could see acolyte getting pushed back i could see um a lot of the star wars projects getting pushed back unfortunately um it's it, it's just the way it is right now. So hopefully a settlement is made um, because um, people need to get paid fairly. So hopefully we find out something soon. Uh, but because of that, that's my guess of why Skeleton Crew is getting pushed back in Loki because they were still trying to finish things up. I mean, aside from that picture which you showed... Um, Loki is still, according to everybody else, is still on track for October 6th. So this was just posted yesterday. Um, this whole, this, this, this picture right here, um, came out yesterday. Uh, so it could be a glitch, but Disney hasn't come out and said it was, um, and all the advertisement already is just like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they've got they've got to do it soon because McDonald's is already letting out green ketchup. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know if it's green. The package is green. <laughs> but their their ketchup packs say "as seen on Loki." Like okay. they're doing a brand partnership there. Okay. Which is hilarious to me. And it's one of those things that, like, I feel like writer wise i they're already put into a kind of what do you call it like conscripted way where anything to do with marvel and anything to do with star wars side has already been like preordained so i feel like it's not as much on the writers to come up with more creative stuff as much as other projects had been like i yeah. feel like 
even if which is one of the biggest reasons why we've had so many like new rangers of the republic it's not happening because you you know every director and every writer is like i don't want to work on something that i can't be creative on so i feel like we already know where we're going especially yeah. like which is interesting for me because andor was i think even the director of uh well yeah who was directing all the episodes was like we know where we're going they said that at celebration it's like we know where we're ending so just finding out where we're going and how to get how to, we're getting there is like i think it's already set in stone so it'll be interesting yeah anything already written well i mean writing doesn't really matter right now because you actors aren't working unless it's for a 24 um <laughs> but uh anything that has already been completed and is now in post-production is probably not affected by the strike that's all probably still going forward um it's anything that is currently in production that would be affected or has not yet gone into production right yeah and that's something that I think a lot of the influencers are kind of getting confused about. And Ray, I know you know a decent amount. So I um, have friends who um, are either in the unions or work with people who are in the unions. Yes. And the big thing right now that I think people are getting confused is that. Um, so, for example. No one on the podcast is part of the union. So we don't have to be on those very strict rules that are um, that are applied to people that are on the um, there are part of the union. Yes. For the actors. Uh, and those rules are like you cannot post anything for I mean, for example, Ro Zario Dawson can't. I mean, she, she she can't talk about any upcoming projects with Ahsoka. She, and for us, we can promote Ahsoka. We can talk about it, but... Because we're not getting paid from the studio. Correct. That's correct. the caveat. And that's the big thing. And when... I think my biggest thing is if you don't know exactly about what's going on, I wouldn't pass on the information because that is scaring other influencers. And... Now they're afraid to promote Ahsoka um, uh, because they don't know exactly what's going on. So I would go to the link um, that that's going to have everything about the strike and what is influencer um, friendly for us to post. Because I believe my friend said that the SAG-AFTRA website has a section for influencers yes. and for people posting online. Yes. Um, the, the biggest thing is whether or not you're paid from the studio and they want you to still promote the stuff yes because it shows the studios that people care yep. so promoting like the amazing writing or the amazing acting uh is helpful yeah it's what you gotta watch out for is things like at the haunted mansion premiere Disney invited a lot of influencers to yep. go to the premiere and th some people went and that is scabbing. Yes. Because in they couldn't get the, the actors there. So they brought influencers in mm -hmm. and that's scabbing. <laughs> and yep. it's, it's really, it's, it's hard because 
if you're an influencer and you worked hard to get to that position and now you have Disney contact and you, hey, come to the premiere of this movie, it's like you want to go. But at the same time, that's how you get blacklisted. Yep. So the Which, I mean, if you want to get blacklisted, by all means, <laughs> but know that you're getting blacklisted. Yeah. So just the uh, for all people that do post about Star Wars and all that and just any genre in general, do the research before you post because there are some influencers now that are scared to post certain things um, because other influencers said it without knowing all the information. So I would just <clears throat> do all the research before you post things like this because this is affecting um, the entire entertainment industry and it's a big deal and for us you know talking about ahsoka we are showing that we love like all, all the work that the actors have done all the writers have done um we are not uh members of the union so we can do that so if you're a non-union member and you're an influencer go talk about it promote th these great actors and the writers, um, because this show is definitely going to um, uh, change the way that we're looking into Star Wars going forward. And it's a tough time to be a podcaster and all that stuff, but the more you know, the better. So go and do your research uh, because it's really important going forward. But yeah. And I don't know if this has been said on the podcast yet or not, but we are definitely on the side of the strikers and we yes. fully support what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, I think another part of talking about uh, stuff that is coming from Struck Studios uh, is if you're going to be like talking about the shows and stuff that are upcoming is it's always just safe to cover your base and just promote the strike, promote supporting the Actors Fund and promote standing with SAG-AFTRA and the Writers Guild um, just because it showing support for them is one of the one of the ways that the strike will end faster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So just, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a, a settlement comes in and um and everything will just be done because i hate seeing um these great actors kind of be in limbo because of this and i want them to get what they deserve um because all the actors all the writers they work hard so hopefully yeah. something happens soon um, there's truth behind the phrase a starving artist and yeah. that i mean there are people who like make millions off projects. Yeah. But that's not really who's concerned with this necessarily. It's the people who are making smaller projects. It's the people who are on TV shows that are making like a hundred or so a day and that's it. Yeah. And like, cause the pay isn't that much. And it's hard work and you're 
if you're acting in something and it's promoted for a long time and it runs for a long time, you should get paid. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So here's, here's hoping a, a, a solution will come to the table. Uh, but that's, that's really it for, for this week. Um, we have some upcoming events, uh, which are pretty exciting. Uh, so the Star Stuff podcast is coming to Dragon Con, uh, which I've been, this will be my fourth year, and there's going to be seven of us from the Star Stuff podcast there. And we have a lot of surprises for you guys. So stay tuned for that. And then Cadabracon is also coming up as well at the end of September. And David, David's going to be there. David's going to be David there. live. I'm going to be there too. And at DragonCon, is, is it official? You're actually going? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> is it official? Are we actually going to see Colin show up? Is he going to be there? He's going to be handing out some swag, some some stickers. Well, some I'm going to be handing out some, some photos, some swag, and all that stuff you just said at DragonCon. Myself, Hunter, Christian, uh, the other Josh, Star, Cap, Brooke, all of us will be there at uh, CadabraCon. At DragonCon. At DragonCon. Okay, yes. but you're going to be at CadabraCon with David. Do you really want me to be at CadabraCon? Or... Yes. Okay, are are you going to CadabraCon? No. Oh, okay, all right. I'm, I'm just confused by this uh, conversation. Cool. Awesome. So, yes, those are upcoming events. Very, very exciting stuff. And there's other conventions, too, which which we'll talk about later um, that are that are coming out this fall. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about, which is happening next week, uh, is is a baseball game in Chicago. Uh, it is the Chicago Dogs Star Wars Night uh, that is uh, th that's happening on August nineteenth, six p.m. Uh, it's a minor league. It's the minor league baseball team of the American uh, Association. It's located in a suburb of Chicago, uh, Rosemount, Illinois. The 501st will be there. There will be a pregame parade for anyone uh, th that wants to be involved. And there will be uh, some postgame fireworks. Very cool stuff. Um, my my awesome cousin, Adi, will be there. He is a big Max Rebo fan. He's the guy with the mic. So if you see him, go talk to him. And uh, just talk about Max Rebo because him and I both grew up on Max Rebo and, and we both love Max Rebo. I'm just going to tell him that two legs. <laughs> and this is where Ray is done for the night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm also just going to tease you about that. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, you have to. But we're we're on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on Twitter at Stuff. Well, actually, X now um uh at, at stuff pod that's a whole other conversation uh yeah, let me and... send out an x guys <laughs> let me re-x that oh man um and hey, then big bird tweeted uh x before the name change and said well i'm still a bird so i can still tweet." <laughs> wow funny uh well we're also on patreon um Patreon.com at Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187. We are re-watching all of Star Wars Rebels, so check out our commentary there. We're also doing all the Clone Wars commentary, uh, and we have a bunch of new behind-the-scenes stuff uh, coming to you guys soon and more uh, more book reviews. Brooke just finished the entire 
Queen's the the Pad Bay the, the Queen's Hands trilogy? Yes. Yes. The entire trilogy, which it sounds like you have. So you and I'm obsessed. probably <laughs> cool. So you guys will do a breakdown for Patreon exclusive yes. on there. And you can find us on there at Star Wars Stuff Podcast 2187. Go on there and find us. We're also on TikTok. Search Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Uh, and then we're also on Facebook. Search Star Wars Stuff Group and Star Wars Stuff Podcast page. Go on Apple Podcasts uh, and Spotify. Give us a review. We love hearing from you guys, even though it's all about David. That's totally fine. And we're, we also well, have this email. Is today. It is his birthday. Happy birthday, David Lozano. He has been a founding member for five years, and we love him so much. He does so much for the podcast, and he does so much for the Star Wars community. So if, if you see him or you're friends with him on social media, go and send him a message. Happy birthday, David. David, We love you so much. Uh, and then we're also on Twitch, Star Wars Stuff Gaming, and we have a website that the wonderful Ray has made. Star Wars Stuff Podcast.com. We've got articles on there. We got all of our bios. We have links to everything that we do for the podcast. So go and check it out. Uh, any words of wisdom, Josh? None? Maybe? May the force be with us all. Ray? No? Wash your hands. Okay. There you go. May the force be with you. Always. Always.